Hey, what is up, cool people of the interwebs? We are back at it again with another Game Lusters by Triad Ords and Night for the month of September. You know, I have my usual squad with me, so let's do some short introductions for anyone new that is like, I have Brennan. Hi. He's so enthusiastic. And I have the lovely. So. Anyway, so we are going to kick it off with last games that we spoke about real quick before we roll into of September for y'all. So first we're going to talk about Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered Edition. That is a tongue twister. Say that five times fast. The genre is ARPG, developed and published by Square Enix. It came out on Nintendo Switch and the P PlayStation, and it's sitting at an open critic score of 64. How do we? Eh, I um, I can kind of. I can kind of see it. Um, <laughs> I know, like, I feel like last episode I was mad hyped for this whole thing, but uh, I don't know. I feel like the nostalgia goggles had to come off at some point, and like reading through some of the reviews today and yesterday really just put that nail in the coffin for me. Um, I uh, I have the demo downloaded, um, and it's also a lot cheaper than I. Thought it was gonna be for some reason. I thought I don't. It's only thirty bucks, and like I think that's probably like a solid price point for a relatively niche um, Switch port. But I don't know. A lot of the reviews were just saying how the like, gameplay itself was, you know, kind of still stuck in two thousand and four, which is a common complaint I feel like we've seen with various remasters, like that one um that one PlayStation remaster with. Uh, medieval. Medieval. People said the same thing about that one, where it was like the gameplay is you know, stuck in the 90s or whatever. So I feel like it's one of those things where if you know, you're like me or any of the other people, like the 12 people that played it when it came out on the GameCube, you'll probably enjoy it. I haven't even myself played it today for sure. Whether or not it's stuck in 2004, but I'd like to I'd like to say that people are probably right when they say that. Um, uh, and it was a shame about the no uh, co-op, but I felt like the the giving away the free version or like playing the demo with someone that has the full version and giving them access to everything that still to me on paper sounds like a really cool concept and depends on how Square slash Nintendo implement the. Um, self, which again, as I've read, isn't the best. Something about vanishing friend codes and party lobbies not being there all the time. And I was hoping it was going to be a really cool remaster that was going to be really good because I mean, it seems amazing. Want to play it again when you get older? Mm -hmm. um, but from what I'm seeing in the reviews, yeah, they're saying it's just dated. That end up to what? It There's no amount of like remastering that I think can fix that. Yeah. Like, I mean, that that's that's base gameplay that people are having problems with. You know, yeah. uh, people are saying that the combat feels real dated because there's only like, you can only do like three hit combos and or a little bit of magic, which gets them. That's, that's, that, that was kind of par for the course for spin-off Final Fantasy games circa 2004 on the GameCube. But today, I don't know. You know, I don't know when we have stuff like i'm just trying to think of other remasters that have been almost better than the original and it's like it's just it's not 
as easily said and done as just throwing on a new fresh a new fresh coat of paint on your game and saying, oh, here we go. And get stuck in that 2004, which I think that we talked about in, in the previous episodes. Like, I'm pretty sure that we were like, you know, this could be good, but, you know, it's this is a remake of a game that came out a very long time ago. So, I it's a like shame. If you're going to bring back, especially one from 2004, I feel like you can't even remake it or remaster it. You basically have to make a whole new game or stuff like this happen. Because nobody is, like, you're open to a wider audience now than you were back in 2004. So you're going to have people who have expect that this game is going to perform like a 2020 game. They don't want to play a 2004 game. Mm. Yeah. And the way... I will say so especially with the way that JRPGs have evolved over the years. So this isn't one of the ones that ate. Yeah. You're doing yourself a disadvantage by not uh, adapting it and making it for your 2020 crowd. Um, if you think that you can live off the nostalgia of everyone who played it in 2004, you're going to be sadly... Because if people said it was shit back then, and it's still shit now, guess what? It's still fucking shit. Like, clearly <laughs> nothing has changed. So, if you want to remake or remaster, you have to put a lot of work into it. And I feel like you have to update. And you can't just, like you said, slap a new coat of paint on it. You have to get down to the core and be like, okay, well, how has everything changed from 2004 to now? And what do I have to change to, you know, get the attention of crowd that I'm trying to advertise to and that i want to because like ign says in the in their blurb data design clunky multiplayer systems and unacceptable load times make final fantasy crystal chronicles remaster edition terrific i don't want to play a chore when i play a video game i don't want a data design i don't want clunky gameplay for multiplayer especially when i play with my friends and i sure as hell don't want to be staring at my face in a black screen for longer than a minute when it comes to load times, I see enough of my own goddamn face every day. So, <laughs> like, again, like, it just goes back to, if you're going to do this, you need to actually do it. You have to get down to the fundamentals of the game and adapt it for the crowd that you're trying to sell to now. Also, apologies, you can hear all that storming in the background. I feel like the to approach to quote remakes slash remasters Again, that, that's a proper remake, though. I don't know, it's... I wonder... And, and well, there's another... I, there's actually, I feel like, a few games that we're going to talk about and just, just a few that kind of will have this same kind of... Um, not necessarily a problem, but it's a challenge that I feel like we'll face. But, yeah, you can... I mean, you, maybe sometimes you can just slap a new paint on something. Like, uh... Kingdoms of Amalur, re reckoning. Yeah, like people will just be real quick to go, we've already played this before. And I think that that's why Resident Evil 2 Remake was such a breath of fresh air because, yes, you've played it before, but you're seeing it from an entirely different perspective that it's you can make out the same places, but it's still new and not in the Final Fantasy VII Remake way where they just add random shit at you in between those cool moments that you're just like, oh, I hate this. There has to be a fine balance between the new and the old 
Otherwise, it's too much of one thing. Some people will get upset, as they usually do. Honestly, I think Square Enix should just done a Crystal Chronicles instead of... I agree. And it's not... I, I You know, I mean, I, I hate to say that because, like, I don't know. I'm, maybe I'm just a sucker for this one franchise that Final Fantasy came out with when I was a kid. But, like, I don't know, there's something about Crystal Chronicles, the, the, the chibiness of it and the simplicity of the final fantasy was just so nice especially as a kid when you know i didn't really have time for i don't know sephiroth's bullshit um that was only until much later but yeah i it it there is a need for it and there were even a couple of games on the ds that spun off as like a sort of spin-off that were decent all I'm saying is that I think a sequel would have been cool. I don't know, man. I, I just it, this is this is like one of those things where like I know you look back to your childhood and you go, was I wrong? Was I wrong this whole time? Was the whole series really bad and I was just an ignorant, small, naive child, or are my adult jaded eyes just tearing me apart oh so slowly? Both. <sighs> Stop remastering games. They really make me think too much about my childhood, and that's not something I can confront just yet. I feel oh like my God. the only time you should really remaster a game is if you're taking it from one generation that's recent to the next gen. Like, for example, if it's not backwards compatible, I don't remember if it was or not, but, like, Naughty Dog did The Last of Us remaster PlayStation 4 and then just bundled it in. Mm with that if you're doing something like that to bring it to a next-gen console and all you're doing is look nice maybe adding a couple small changes i say fucking go for it but when you're doing something like this where it's been years Mm -hmm. i think you really Mm -hmm. need to rethink going at the fun like at the like just going on the surface if you're going to remaster a game from way back when and modify it for Recent consoles, regenerations, what I wanted to play in 2004 is hella different from what I'm playing right now. Let's play fun Barbie games on the, or on the Game Boy. I almost wanted to say DS. Wow. I owned a 3DS for a hot second, and then I traded it in along with Station 3. We all know. But, moving on from Final Fantasy, since it was apparently a final disappointment, um, <laughs> I got left. That was horrible. It was Don't- I'm wow. so... That's, um... Anyway. I'm mad at the fact that I know you. <laughs> um... <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Somebody appreciated it. That's all I know. Thank you to the one person that did. Anyway, we are going to toss it over. Honestly, this is all I'm going to say about it. It's football. We know a lot about actual IRL football, but when it comes to video game sports football, don't play that, so... We don't have any real opinions on it, so we hope for all the people that actually take it seriously and play it professionally. We hope you guys like it and you enjoy it. And if you have any issues on it, let us know. We're always interested you guys feel about the link coming out, especially something like this where we, in our last episode, went over not the details of the game roughly, but more so just on uh, tournaments that they have and how big those are and roughly compared it a little bit to other tournaments. So like I said, let us know your thoughts on Madden NFL 2021. And if you guys play Snow, maybe we can hit up your live streams on Twitch. Now, with that being said, we are going to kick it over to September. And we are going to start off with a game that 
got a lot of really mixed leaning to negative side of first impressions which is marvel's avengers basically looking off that looking like that knockoff walmart version of a barbie doll your parents bought you when you were a kid because well the other one was just 69 cents expensive um the genre is action adventure the developer is crystal dynamic the publisher enix it's coming out on pc ps4 and xbox one and the release date is next friday so yeah this looked okay okay it, it it looked mediocre. It looked just okay. Mike and I were talking about it a bit before the podcast started, and it's just it's just okay, really. I mean, uh, the beta expectations were, I guess, met. I'm not really sure the people were too excited for this. I mean, um, I feel like the only real bit of outrage over this game or any kind of news was related to the whole Spider-Man thing. How Spider-Man was just being listed as like a PlayStation exclusive character. People are all up in arms about exclusives like they've never happened before. Um, <laughs> which I was kind of uh, like, eh, okay. But um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, the more I think about it though, I know I just kind of hijacked the conversation from how I think the game is to people getting upset over Spider-Man, but I don't know, I think that it relates, right? Like, it's gonna be mediocre. Like, like this whole experience with the lack of Spider-Man, it's gonna be mediocre. I don't, I don't really know. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I watched beta gameplay, I, uh, I read reactions to the game, and like I said, it's mediocre. It's, I really don't think it's gonna be special. Seeming like another just arcade like beat 'em up, but yeah, with 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 Avengers characters and like uh, uh I don't even know like it what what it did sound like was tedious. Um, and a lot of the previews people were talking about how like the loot was kind of it was either the loot or the abilities or both were were tedious to get because like I don't know like they have some kind of loot system. Or I think you can like craft and upgrade things, and people were talking about like playing through the same level four times just to get a specific weapon or like a specific ability. I don't know, man. That just sounds needlessly complicated for a quote mash a beat mash em up be like just an arcade mash em up kind of game. Um, did you see that one? That one KTE on um. I think it was on Reddit or something, but it was someone playing the beta and they were playing as Thor and there's a QTE, right? Where I mean, he just has to press like X or something and the guy just never presses it and the screen stays like that for like a minute. It's just frozen in time and then he hits X and then Thor smashes the ground. It's like, wow, you can't even fail the QTE? It's like, what's the point? It could have just been a, a, a cutscene. What <laughs> What is going on here? And I feel like that exact GIF kind of just encapsulated the entire game for me. It's just like, this didn't really have to be a thing, but it is. I still don't like it because it's needlessly complicated. It should This should, this should have just been a real simple thing, but nope. You can't even fail the QTEs. So again, that was just one tiny little thing I saw on Reddit. You know, I don't want to bash the game for one 
QTE thing, but just my thoughts in general. Just very milk toast. I mean, I hope that's something else. if that's not that's a little pathetic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I mean it was just it was just kind of funny just sitting there watching it for thirty seconds being like, is it gonna is it gonna be like some something gonna happen? Is my video frozen? No, it was just the game. Granted, it could have just been very beta, you know, and like they could have implemented something after, but you know, it's again to me that's just saying that they're more spectacle than they are the actual gameplay or game feeling. Um, and again, I don't want to say that this game is bad. I just don't like it when things are just mediocre. I feel like that's just like a waste, you know. Because well, at least if you're bad, you have the yeah. chance to be the room, right? Like Tommy yeah. Wiseau, so bad that you're good. So if you're mediocre, you have no chance. You're just stuck there forever. And I feel like this might be one of those cash grabs at the same exact time. Like, if they get good, then I feel like that's what a lot of people are going to turn around and be like, oh my god, it was just a cash grab at, you know, the Avengers. So popular. And apparently it's not even tied to the movies or the comics. So I'm just like, okay, so where the fuck are they going with? If you're not going to follow anything that's already laid out, where the fuck are you going with? Because where the fuck can you go? And that's what I think this is. It's just cash grab. You know, the Avengers are incredibly popular right now. So they're just like, hey, Spider-Man worked. Let's try doing the entire... <sighs> I really hope that's not how they looked at it. Because, I don't know, I'm, I feel like even Spider-Man was just so um, different. In a way. Like, I don't know. I, I don't... I'm not a... I'm also just not really one for, like, I guess, Avengers in general. But I, know, I just kind of look at this and I go, yeah. I kind of oh, no. think... When I, watched, when I watched 20 minutes of gameplay, the guy playing as Hulk just sat there and pressed the same button for 20 minutes. That's always fun. <laughs> it's always a good time. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's what I want to spend $60 on. Being there and pressing yeah. X repeatedly. Going, wow, this is great. Wow, this is great. Yeah, man. I don't know. We'll see. I don't have any hope for it, in all honesty. Like I said, I think it's a total crash grab. I don't think it's going to come out of it, especially when you have a whole bunch of characters and you have to write, you know, a whole new story for them that isn't connected to any of the universes. Like, how many times can you sit there and tell the same story over and over and over and over, and over again and make it new, fresh, and exciting? Especially in... So, I don't have any high hope for this game. If it does well, great for it. If it sucks, well, uh, I don't... All I could say to Haley is welcome to comic books. Where you yep. just keep reading the same thing over and over for 30 years. <sighs> that's that's why we why I, uh, yep. And I collect comic books. It's still the same. Yeah, kinda. Same. Yeah, One Piece is still going. I'm pretty sure they still haven't found that treasure yet. And they were trying to do that in episode one, so... I'm like a hundred chapters into <laughs> that. I'm not gonna lie. I love One Piece. Not bashing One Piece. I'm not here to bash any anime. <laughs> I like One Piece. But anyway. I love One Piece, but after 20 years, I had to give up. Yeah. It happened. But. Hey, at least Avengers is putting the new Miss Marvel in there. Something. I like Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel's cool. At least it's doing that. I'm not just saying that either. Like, I actually think Ms. Marvel's pretty cool. Are we buying, trying, or denying? Uh, I mean, I'll try it if they have Spider-Man in them. No, I'm denying it. Uh, okay. Well, you heard it here, guys. Marvel Avengers 
doesn't make the cut, but we're swinging into uh, another game. Just might. Uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. It's skateboarding, if you can't tell by the title. Um, it's developer, developer is, is it Vicarious Visions? Vicarious. Vicarious, Thank you. And it's published by Activision. It's coming out on PC, PS4, and Xbox One, same day as the Marvel Avengers, September 4th. So Avengers has a little competition. We'll know who is going to be the winner on that day. Okay, so we were talking about doing remakes right earlier. Um... And from what I'm seeing from Tony Hawk and the reactions to the demo, this is a remake that they're doing right. Mm, yeah. I just keep reading that they nailed the feel of the original game. And I, I don't know. And, and again, it's hard for me to personally talk about this kind of game in particular because I haven't played a pro skater in God knows how long. And even when I did play Tony Hawk games, they were mostly Thug and Thug 2. So, like, my personal recollection of Pro Skater is just so long ago that, I don't know, I almost can't say anything, but from judging on everyone else's opinion, this does seem to be an extremely faithful remake, um, which is it's kind of weird. I wasn't really expecting this, to be honest. No offense at all. I love skateboarding games and Tony Hawk and skateboarding Dash games. To be more clear, but I don't know. I kind of, I kind of figured that I would have figured that this would have been the thing that people were like, "No, this is so '90s it hurts." But it seems to be the complete reversal of that, which is really interesting. Um, like, it's not, it's you know, if no one's played a pro skater game before, it's pretty much there's different objectives within the level quote, right? Like, you have to get all the videotapes, you have to spell horse. Not spell horse, you know what I mean? You play horse, you know, and try to get the most points and whatever. There's no storyline as there would be in Thug. So it's like, I don't know, I'm kind of I'm kind of shocked, but at the same time, like, excited that people are as hyped for this now. You know, I, I was hoping that, not hoping, but I was fearful that this would fall into that exact trap that we were talking of earlier. This is just too old. But, hey, we had one of these in so long. So maybe that's why. No. And they are making some nice um, additions. They're adding mm. new tricks. There's going to be new skaters, new professional skateboarders. I like how they um they kept in like the current versions of themselves too, like today's version. Yeah. Of them, that's super cool. It's hilarious. It doesn't really make any sense to me, but to see like 50, 60 year old Tony Hawk on a skateboard in a video game pulling a nine hundred to me is hilarious. And it still got Rage Against the Machines a plus for me. That's all that matters. Yeah. That's all that matters. That's all I need. Hmm. Superman's in that, right? Superman has to be in that. I don't know if it's in the remake, but yeah. Mm. <laughs> it has to no. be. It has to be, otherwise it's a no-go from me. It's <laughs> the only thing I remember from that game. That and Rage, they both got to be in there. Oh my god. I don't remember Rage Against the Machine, to be completely honest with you, but Superman, I will never forget that song. Oh, oh. I remember so trying to play a pro skater game, not good at it, so I just stopped. And it's like it's hard if you don't know what you're doing. And I feel like one that was me when I was younger because your girl didn't really game. Um, 
But also, I feel like a lot of people are excited about this because I feel like Tony Hawk is a pretty well-known household. Even if you were, even if you are a lot, you at least can associate him with skateboarding or you no know, of skateboarding. You know him in some like association. Um, so I feel like people are excited about this because he's a household. But also, we don't have any games right now. Who else has released a skateboard? And I know skateboarding isn't like forever, but I feel like it's one of those games that you either played as a kid or someone who played as a kid, and that. So. Yeah, all my friends had pro skater. It was awesome. Yes, yeah, so same thing with me. Everybody I knew was playing pro skater. Yeah, it was great. But even like what you were saying, Alo, not only do we not really have any like, we just don't really have many skateboarding games in general. The only ones that we really do are kind of like super hyper-realistic simulators on Steam. It's like a handful of them out. But there's been no general casual audience slash arcade skateboarding game in God knows how long. The cheat's in there. <laughs> it's like, it's kind of like one of those remakes that you didn't ask for, but you also didn't know you so. Yeah, to, to be honest. Yeah, that's kind of how it's shaping out to be. Because the more I read about it, the more people are like, this is actually really solid. It's like, um, I, at first I was skeptical, but now you have my attention. And I feel like skateboarding in itself has come a long way since really, so I feel like there's enough out right now that they can keep it fresh and and definitely up. Like you said, like they're going to use the current version of these people and add new tricks that have been add um new skaters that would that probably, you know, the younger audience knows. They know these being added and be like, wow, I like that guy. I'm gonna pick game up so I can play as him on a So I feel like I feel like this game will do very well as long as the game itself is done. And so far, according to what people are saying, Seems like it's being handled with a lot of love. The game, at least according to this one guy, it feels exactly like it did back then. And I know that's only one testimony of some random guy on the internet, but it has some inherent value. Hey, you random guy on the internet. Thank you. But, uh... Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Um, personally, I'm not going to pick this game up. Uh, I'm not big into skateboarding. Like I said, didn't Picked it up, then put it right back down because I knew it wasn't a game for me. Um, but I'm excited for other people who are. Yeah, I'm buying this. I'm definitely going to try it. Definitely. Definitely willing to give it the old college try. The old uh, good 30 minutes or uh, nothing? Pretty much. 30 minutes and then I want a refund. It's the new, uh, if the professor isn't here in 15 minutes, we legally get to leave. And I always held up. Uh, that happened once with my friend professor. We all left. She was. But anyway, I can't speak a lick of French, but this game has absolutely nothing to do with France. I. Uh, we're, we're talking about Kingdoms of. Oh, somebody's, somebody pronounces. Kingdoms of Amler. 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 Ambulance. Where did Kingdoms they... of Ambulance. <laughs> 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 we do we do letter by letter. Okay. <laughs> it's a RP a RPG. It's developed by is that Ke Keiko? 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 I don't know. Couldn't, couldn't really find too much on these guys. Anyway, yeah, some studio we have no clue about. And 
published by THQ Nordic. God, that's a name I haven't seen in a while. Uh, their platform is coming out on P4, Xbox One, and P. It's coming out two days after Pro Skater and Marvel's Avengers Concept 6. I know absolutely nothing about this game. Okay, so this is another one of those random fantasy spin-off game. Not spin-off. Random fantasy games that I just picked up in my childhood and went, this is pretty good. Um, yeah, I don't know. I remember um, I remember when it came out and like there was a demo on the Xbox. I got my hands on it and it was like, I know how exactly to describe it, but um, it's an RPG. You make your own character. Um, there are different skill trees in the sense that, you know, you have your typical your mage, your fighter, and your rogue, but the trees were kind of all over the place, and you were really incentivized to experiment and try out all of the different combinations um, between those three. You know, and it was a combination of all three. If you wanted to do jack of all trades, there was a jack of all trades tree for you to do. So it was really cool to try to come up with this character of your own. Um, the other thing that I always thought was kind of interesting was just the writing of the game in fantasy. I I forget who looked this up because I can't remember. Um, it was written by someone who's like he wrote a lot of shit. Uh, a R R A Salvatore. R A Salvatore. Salvatore. Yeah. yeah. Um, written by R A Salvatore, and um, it just I don't even really know how to describe the game itself. I know I've said that a couple times, but it, it truly is this weird mashup of these different fantasy RPG elements and mechanics smashed into one. Um, the combat was very fast-paced and open in a, in a way. Um, basically, it was a decent fantasy game at the time. It didn't really do too well. I remember it being like, Oh my god, and don't quote me directly on this, and I should have looked this up beforehand, but I didn't. But the game event the studio eventually like sold the license of the game to the state of Rhode Island at some point. Um that might not be correct, but I'm fairly sure that it's pretty close. But anyway, the gaming studio eventually after it was released and put out a couple of DLC for it, they just went completely bankrupt. And this whole franchise was kind of just in limbo for a while so um i think that was why thq nordic eventually picked it up because they had eventually bought the rights or the license from whoever had owned it at that point um and hence we're getting a remake why i couldn't really tell you because to be honest i don't really think that this game sold really well enough in the first place to have avoided developers bankruptcy in the first place but again, that's not for me to comment on because I don't know why they went bankrupt. But it was kind of a shock to see this being remastered. What I will say is I don't necessarily think that it will be any less of a niche title this go around. Um, even with those years of people being able to be like, oh, this once existed. Um, I don't know. Like, did, did either of you have either of you even heard of the franchise beforehand? Like yeah, I um checked this out at a friend's house. He had it, Dixie. So like, um, real quick, tell me like, I don't know what what did you what did you think of it? What 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 was like your take on the whole thing? I guess it was decent. Um, I understand it's more of a cult following that it has. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, you know, it was okay. You know, um, it was a little faster than most normal RPG. Point made. No one's heard of it. Very <laughs> little. No, I don't want to say no one, but very little. The reason um, I remember this game was the controversy around the studio that developed. Right. That's how I remember this game because I remember the studio that did it, 38 Studios, was founded by a MLB Major League Baseball pitcher. Wow. And yeah, so he funded the whole game. He did all that. And then for whatever reason, after the game came out, declared bankruptcy. Yeah, yeah right. Okay. And the whole studio just went to shit. Like, I have no idea why. That's the only reason I ever remember this game. It's because that happened. I, I, rem- I remember the whole, that whole controversy. I don't want to say super well because I didn't even know that guy was an MLB pitcher. But yeah, man, I rem- I just remember the whole blow up of the studio being like the whole time, like what's going to happen to this game? And no part of me saw a remake, and no part of me saw added content to said remake, which I think is kind of cool, by the way. Um, the only reason I feel like I would be picking this up, well, again, biased because because I played it in the past, you know. And it's like, I've tried to get back into it because I, I don't think I ever finished it. I tried to. So, where... let's give some background information according to Wikipedia, which we know from our, to say, isn't always a reliable source, but most reliable sources out there because they include sources. Um, so, they... The company was originally based in Massachusetts, but then moved to Rhode Island to secure a $75 million loan guaranteeing the state's quasi-public economic development. In 2012, they released uh, Kings of Amalur Reckoning, a single-player action role-play video game for several platforms. Positive reviews and sold an estimated 330,000 copies in its first month, rising to 1.2 million copies in the first 90 days. They shut down a few months later. The failure of the controversial Rhode Island loan spurred investigations by new media. And- uh, I think it was, it was partly owned by Rhode Island because they funded the loan, right? Uh-huh. And I think, like, because they couldn't pay back the loan, I think, like, the license went back to the state of Rhode Island. And that's how Rhode Island just had this fucking license to a game. They were like, oh, we're state. <laughs> what do we do with this? Apparently, like, it kind of seems like the gaming studio was bust from the beginning. They had re- they had defaulted on a $1.125 million loan on May 1st. When a check was returned due to incident funds and assets, the second attempt was made. Uh, payment was made by the studio on, uh, which was seventies past due, and they made a one million dollar wire transfer and then a hundred thousand dollar personal check from unnamed source. Uh, actually went through, and so God knows where all that money went. But I feel like it wasn't to the gaming studio. If you get my hint, hint, hint. But. At the end of the day, I'm glad this game is getting a second chance on life because if it does catch the eye of enough people, there might be a sequel, baby. <laughs> That'd be cool. I'm thinking about picking this up for sure, especially because I never finished it when it first came out, and I always regretted that. Yeah, I got. I'm more of a try it on. The- uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna. It's definitely a try it for me because it's um. But I'm definitely going to wait to see plays and play because I definitely want to see what I'm getting into. Even though on the article it says that this game is only going to be $40. So not that expensive. 
It's also going to be less than 30 uh, gigs, so not taking up too much room. So I'm definitely going to try it if it's out. Yeah, I'd say give it a shot. I think the story is kind of interesting. It has a lot to talk about. Um, A lot of this world is built on fate and destiny, and people specifically have dedicated their, their entire lives and possessions professions to predicting the future in order to get a better outcome and your character comes along and is the one person who's not bound by fate and i think it's just a really cool conversation of like does destiny exist is is free will a real thing or not and it's been a while since i've played it so i'm only guessing that those are the kinds of questions that they ask but it was an interesting ride and i would recommend it if you're into something like that or if you've been itching for like a a high fantasy RPG. The the, uh, the lawsuit and shit even went up to 2000. So this shit has been going on for- And the state of Rhode Island and the FBI uh, have have been in some hot shit. And a hot shit. A lot of money do. And a lot of people trouble. You come back to life after all this? Damn. Yeah, for real. Oh, okay. So now we know that states can get- into funky business give money to willy-nilly a pro baseball player probably and launder your money your shell company but getting off the topic of that and going back into the fantasy world we're going to talk about Baldur's gate it's an rpg it's developed and published by larian studios uh platform is pc coming out on also i know nothing about <laughs> if you want old school rpg oh absolutely um i've never I've messed around in both Baldur's Gates. Never played anything to completion. Um, the only kind of CRPG that I've played in this realm would I guess be like Pillars of Eternity. That kind of you know, big party based RPG. And I'm really looking forward to it. But the one thing, the one thing that I'm like a bit on is... Uh, is the whole turn-based combat. So I was even watching, I was watching a, a preview on this. I think they have like early access content available or they will be having early access content available. But regardless, um, as I was watching it, 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 it sort of just looked and felt like I was watching Divinity Original Sin 2, the sequel. You know what I mean? And like, I understand that Larian has worked on it and obviously larry has worked on the other divinity games um so it's not to take anything away from that and if anything it's actually quite calming and familiar in a way maybe to ease people into baldur's gate and being like you know we know that a lot of you probably haven't played baldur's gate but we know a lot of you have played divinity Mm -hmm. so let's try and mash the two together and see what works and I, i i can't not like that paper that idea on paper but there's a part of me now having played the real-time strategy with pause where I'm like, I hope that's an option. I hope that at some point in time, this Baldur's Gate 3 isn't entirely turn-based. And I don't know, maybe that's just because I'm a weird person that just likes real-time with pause. Um, not saying that I don't like turn-based. Um, I don't really know. If anything, even if you would be looking at it, as if it were Divinity 2, the sequel. I think it's a baller. It looks baller as hell. Um, it looks exactly like just more of 
the kind of stuff that we've thought Larian to be able to do, you know, craft these stories, make interesting quest lines that have various different paths and multiple ways of accomplishing them. Like, I've gone through the beginning area of Divinity 2, I can't tell you how many times, and there's probably still stuff that I've missed, despite it being a rather kind of small area. Each zone feels like it's jam-packed with stuff, and again, even looking at this article that we pulled up before, the number of combat instances and enemies and written lines of dialogue compared to the two games is just astounding, you know? Um, 22 battle instances in Divinity 2 versus 80 plus in Baldur's Gate 3. That's insane, dude. That's that's crazy. All in all, I think that this is going to be great. I think that Larian has obviously shown that they can you know, bring their A game to big, fantastical RPG adventures. And to finally put Baldur's Gate back into the light of a lot of people, because I feel like a lot of people haven't really played Baldur's Gate. And if they have, it's because they played it when it came out. Um, you know, someone like me, I feel like a lot of people my age probably wouldn't have played Baldur's Gate in their lifetime. But someone like Mike, I feel like, you know, even Mike who started with it, if if you're looking for an RPG, this is what you're going for. Exactly. You know, Baldur's Gate pretty much was the epitome of the RPG for a while, I'd say. Um, I'm just yeah. excited for more of that, dude. I just remember Baldur's Gate because my dad played Dad. So you never played them? I mean, I dabbled in the first one, but I've never actually actually beat. I never beat it. You know, I tried it mm. out because this was I was like ten when the first one came out. Yeah. Um, and yeah, my dad because my dad plays a lot of uh, strategy games. He used to play old school RPG. The first one, he was really ill with Baldur's. Well, still, that's really cool. Yeah, I've dabbled. Could never get into it fully, to be honest. I know absolute about this. The only reason why I know Baldur's is because D and D. That's it. And pretty much. Yeah. That's, uh, that's it. Like a lot of people, they only know this because of D. Like yeah. I, I know the name in reference, but also because um, there's a they have a Baldur's Gate version of Haunt at Hill House or whatever. That, but they have a Baldur's Gate board game that's made in the same fashion as that one. Mm. And that's how oh. I know. But I, I've never actually played Baldur's Gate. If this is... Is this anything like Diablo? No. Okay. Not really. Um, I mean, it's uh, kind of got the top down. Yeah, more or less. That's, that's probably about it. Uh, they were both isometric. Especially yeah. both when they came out. Um, but that's... That's about it. Gameplay-wise, they're vastly different. Yeah. Um, especially compared to Baldur's Gate 3, which, again, if it's entirely turn-based, then even Baldur's Gate will be different from its previous iterations. I feel which... like I'm watching some gameplay now that came from uh, Summer of Games 20 by IG, and it looks interesting. I feel like this is a game I have to watch someone else play this, um, because I've never played it. But we'll see. It seems cool enough, like the graphics. If you like D and D, yeah, definitely. I feel like this is almost quote D and D the game for all yeah. intents and purposes. You know. Now I might actually. Honestly, if you haven't played Divinity Original Sin two, at some point, I would very highly recommend that. Especially if you're excited for Baldur's Gate and somehow you still haven't played that yet. 
or if you're trying to dip your toes into like a, a turn-based RPG, Divinity Original Sin 2 is, my god, one of the best RPGs I've ever played. Especially in a co-op experience. Tons of fun. Very, very interesting. So, final opinion. Are you guys going to buy it? Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, um, I think I'm on. Like I said, I think I'm going to try it. We'll give it a shot, see how it goes, um, and pray for the- But, that is all we have lined up for the month of September. And I'm going to toss it at final thoughts. It's wrapped up. Stay in drugs. Don't do school. I mean, don't stay in school. Don't do drugs. Boom. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Um, he said. And I just want to give a shout out to anyone who has a by podcast. Thank you guys so much for supporting us. Even if you've only 30 seconds or 30 minutes or the whole thing. Um, just thank you for let's make a really bad joke. We it, hope to see you. <laughs> God damn it. But from the bottom of our hearts, we thank you so much for sticking with us over the past year or however long I tried or deny it uh, with us. But we're going to wrap it up here now. Thank you for listening and we will catch you on the side next month for October. Have a great day. Later. Bye.